Hello there, everybody. This is the Common Sense American. And first of all, let me apologize. I did not do my podcast for over a month because I was out of the country. I warned you that this was probably going to happen. I thought I might do one while I was overseas, but I just, I I didn't have time. I didn't really want to uh, address some of these topics. It was, you know, when I, whenever I do these things, uh, I take these uh, month-long jaunts uh, out of the country. I've done this three times now. It's it's to get away, and uh, I'm working, but at the same time, um, I, I really don't want to be involved with the insanity that's happening happening here. And whenever I do it, unfortunately, I must say uh, that the differences are jarring, disturbing, concerning, um, stark. You only, once you go to uh, countries that are really flourishing, that are firing on all cylinders, I went to Norway this time, uh, you know, it's, we're going downhill. And when I, when you come back, it throws that all into stark relief because you, you notice it more than you ever noticed it before. Our infrastructure is crumbling. Our education system is, I'm not sure it could get any worse. Uh, the global ranking now, we're down around 14 or 15. Our uh, happiness and contentment level is diving. Our cost of living is skyrocketing while our quality of living is declining. Um, and on the flip side, the efficiency uh, and cleanliness and uh, just overall impressive nature of, of other countries. I was in Bergen, which is a Norway's second biggest city, uh, which just doesn't really mean a lot because the entire country only has 5 million people in it, which is half of who's in Manhattan. Um, but, you know, you don't, very rare to see an overweight Norwegian, very rare to see uh, litter and graffiti. There are no such thing as tent cities. Um, things are not crumbling all around them. I was in uh, parts of, wherever I went, whichever neighborhood I was in, however far out I went, um you find little towns and little villages and, and cities and houses in the middle of nowhere. I never saw a broken down home. I never saw uh, something that was falling apart. I never saw something ugly. Um, I just, I didn't see it. And as soon as I come back here, it's everywhere. And um, I'm sorry, but this is the way things are. Uh, we're falling apart fast. Uh, this is just the way it is. And we have an administration which is uh, exacerbating and ex- uh, accelerating our decline at a rapid rate. And that's really what I want to talk about today because when I came back, I realized that the clown show in Washington um, is only going to turn us into a third world country all the quicker. And we have parts of cities now that are third world countries and make no mistake about it. Um, we, we can't survive this way for much longer. We cannot have such a critically broken populace that has no ethics, no morals, no determination, no willpower, no discipline. Uh, no belief in anything. We, we can't continue this. And we're, you know, we have an administration that doesn't care, that is so far down the leftist path that just like all of them, all they care about is screaming about sexism and racism and standing on a street corner and that's all they're going to do. And somehow they think that this is going to help a nation that is in such a tailspin that many people uh, wonder if they'll ever get out. The number of ex- expats that are out, getting out of this country and going to other countries is, we're hitting um, really all-time highs. And trust me, uh, when you start to travel, if you haven't, you'll start to realize why. Um, you know, it's just, when you look at the Biden administration, look, let me, let me give you an example. 
uh, it was about a month ago. It was before I left. I, I learned we learned that Pisaki probably would not be sticking around as uh, as uh, in the White House. And we go, well, no surprise, no surprise, right? They tend not to. They usually over the past um, recent history, they tend not to stick around for a full term. Um, and you know the. the the secretary position is it's demanding. I wouldn't want it. And I, I totally understand it. And I get it. Uh, Pisaki was worthless. Um, and she, you know, had a better offer somewhere else and she took it. And when I learned that this was going to happen, I remember talking to some friends and family about it. And I said, look, I just sort of shrugged my shoulders. And this was only a half joke. I said, well, uh, you know, they'll just pick a, a black gay woman and be done with it. And lo and behold, that's exactly what they did. And, uh, when it when when it gets that transparent, when it gets that racist, which is what this is, when you nominate court justices based entirely on their skin color, when you elect people to extreme positions of power uh, based entirely on their skin color and sexual orientation, which is what uh, leftists have been doing now for a long time, um, and then screaming about racism, uh, when we all know that such things now we've reached a point now where the only people who can commit hate crimes, the only people who can be uh, racist are white, and the only people who can be victims are non-white. We have learned this, and now we know this, and there's a reason why this doesn't work, and why that is racism, and why that is hate at its core, and why it doesn't matter anymore what your abilities are, what your uh, qualifications are, and that's what they're telling us. That's what they're showing us, and. As they show us this, gas prices break $4 a gallon in every state. Uh, houses are essentially unbuyable. Uh, the quality of living is declining rapidly for many people who are trying to make ends meet. These stock markets are teetering on the brink of collapse and we are on the verge of another recession because, well, we just believed we could spend trillions of dollars and there would be no repercussions. And we had a administration who at about uh, this time last year was saying not to worry about inflation, that if there was, it would be slight, that it wouldn't be quote unquote runaway inflation. And now here we sit. 40-year highs and in inflation every month getting worse, eight, over 8% now. Um, and we're getting nothing in return for our mass amounts of tax dollars that are coming down. In uh, other places, for example, places like Norway, where you're, yes, they'll take 50, 60% of your taxes, but you know what? They're getting a whole lot in return. They're getting free education, they're getting free healthcare, and their cities and their towns are just pristine and in beautiful condition. We're getting nothing. We're getting nothing, and, and our tax dollars are rising. Taxes, it costs all the more to live here, and, we're, and, it's, and it's making it worse, not better. And the administration, Biden has now reached the point where he is not just worthless. He's not just a mouthpiece for the far left, the dangerous far left, which is all he has ever been since he stepped foot in office. Now he is actively working on passing agendas that are designed to bring this country to its knees. Whether they're aware of it or not, whether they actually want that or not is irrelevant because that's that's precisely what these agendas uh, are going to do and are doing right now. We have a border crisis because of these people. We have a border crisis due entirely to political correctness. Unbelievably, as that may seem, that's the cause of it. That's the root cause. We won't do anything about it. 
We won't do anything about legions of overweight and obese people because we don't want them to feel bad. We won't do anything about people who refuse to work, who refuse, who have such a poor, poor self-image they can't wake up in the morning uh, without bursting into tears. We won't change any of this in school. We won't actually teach them things. We won't teach them self-sufficiency. We won't teach them simple math and literature. We won't teach them how to survive and how to flourish and, and the, the importance of determination and discipline and willpower and all of these things that build a country. We're going to teach them things that take a country apart. And that is what has been going on for quite some time now. Um, and which is why, and I have said this before, um, I, I really don't believe that Biden should last until uh, the next election cycle. He's, we got to get rid of him. Um, some, he needs to be impeached. He is not competent. Uh, and now he's a full-fledged danger. Um, people often ask me, uh, you know, why aren't you just simply saying he's demented or why, you know, he's got Alzheimer's and he's not capable and all of that. Um, and I've hedged uh, a little bit on that. Um, it, well, here. Look, let me give you an example. I was, uh, I did a hike, one, I did several hikes when I was in Norway, and I did one with a, a couple of other guys, uh, who, one of whom uh, was from London, the other was from uh, Amsterdam. And, you know, it's, we, this is not something you talk about when you're out walking on a fjord. We have other things to revel in, the, the, the beauty of where you are, the challenge of the hike and all of that. Um, but on the way back, we were, uh, the guide was, was driving us back. And uh, one of the guys, he knew I was uh, American, and he asked me, uh, sort of just out of the blue and, and point blank, he asked me if I thought that Joe Biden was senile. And I, I had to pause. I, you know, I'm, we come from a country where everybody is so hostile and so politically charged right now that you're, all, you're afraid to answer in certain ways uh, because you're just, you don't know how people are going to react. But, you know, again, when you're overseas, you, you realize that that is not as, people are not as insane as we are here. And um, and I wasn't going to say anything that was particularly over the top anyway, because here's my belief. And I said this time, I said, look, there are, the media has gotten to be experts at exaggerating everything on both sides. On the leftist side, they'll tell you that there's absolutely nothing wrong with Biden, that any uh, anybody who says anything against him is a conspiracy theorist. Um, that there's nothing wrong with his brain, that he's in perfectly 100% working condition and, and nothing to worry about. And on the right, you have people who say he's demented, that he's a puppet, that he barely functions, that, that it's not even him sometimes, that half the time he's so incapacitated they actually have to use a double, um, that he is full-fledged, uh, whatever it is, dementia or Alzheimer's, that he can't even string a thought together without stumbling, um, and that he has no control over anything at the White House, that it's basically just a cabal of high-ranking people and he's doing nothing. And that's a lot easier to believe uh, right now than the other. But those are, you know, you have the two extremes, which is all we have now, extremes on either side. And I said that to him, I said, look, being somebody who's been in the media, I understand this. So my personal belief usually comes down somewhere in the middle, although usually uh, leaning towards the right uh, on these circumstances. And when it comes to Biden, I said, I don't believe he's 100% senile or uh, ravaged with Alzheimer's yet because no matter how good the drugs are, no matter how well they prop him up, if he was that far gone, he really wouldn't be able to give any speech at all ever. I mean, he, he sort of can't anyway. He has difficulty, but he can do it. Um, he has bad days and he has good days. And I, having had grandparents who... 
uh, dealt with these diseases uh, more on the lighter spectrum, but as they aged and went into the 90s, it was heavier. Uh, and seeing it firsthand, trust me when I say, if he was full-on demented, you'd know. And the entire It's just not something you can hide. It's impossible. It's it's terrible, um, and it's depressing, And but it's not something you can hide. I said, look, actually, I think for his age, physically, I think he's actually it's pretty, he's pretty good. Um, but I also don't believe he's 100% fine. And anybody who does is delusional. It's clear to me. It's clear to everybody. There was a reason why 10 years ago he was diagnosed with pre-dementia by the White House doctor. Um, there's a reason why he can't get names and numbers right at all. That is a very clear sign of people who are on the decline in terms of cognitive ability. There's a reason why he won't take the test and they won't want him to take a test. He'll, he'll, he will fail it if there's a cognitive test. Either that or he will perform very poorly. Um, he cannot do, he cannot perform well under pressure at all. He goes off on tangents. He repeats himself all the time. These are all uh, hallmarks of these diseases early on, early onsets of these. If you ask anybody in that field, any medical expert, they will tell you the same thing. Um, so he is not competent at all to, to lead a country because to lead a country, you need all of your uh, capabilities. You, you need all your faculties. And if you don't have them, you, every little bit off that you are is that much uh, will be reflected in the country falling apart and he just he can't which is why all he does is just repeat what what his little leftist cabal tells him and that's it he doesn't have an original thought of his own anymore and you can also tell in the um comparison between biden you know 15 20 years ago and biden now uh half the things that he says he would never have said 15 to 20 years ago he would never have supported he would never have he, he just wouldn't have this is a completely different man and that is partially due to, to his decline. And, uh, the, you know, that he's just become really a mouthpiece. I said, it's, so I told, the, I told them, I said, I don't believe he's fully demented, but I believe he will be. I believe he's not competent to run the country right now, and I'm not the only one who thinks it. And the interesting thing is that both of these guys uh, agreed, and, you know, what they see is, of course, very manufactured and tailored from, from the mainstream media, and they know that it's manufactured and tailored. They go, they often say, well, I, we only see the parts where Biden is good. We, we see his good days. We never, we rarely see his bad. But if you go digging for it, it's not hard to find. And I said, yeah, that's, that's the way it is. You know, um, and it's, it's not as bad as, as, as the right may say, but it's, it's much closer to that than it is to, oh, he's perfectly fine. He's not. And the country is not. And this is not a time right now to have a president who doesn't have all his faculties. This is not a time for this. The reason he won't take any sort of cognitive test is because that will be grounds for the 25th Amendment. That's why they tell him not to. That's why they won't allow him to. They need him to get to the end of his term. Because if he is ousted and Kamala goes in there, she'll have even less of a chance of, of staying there than, than Biden. Nobody likes her. Her own party doesn't like her. Uh, during the primaries to determine who was going to run president, she had about a 2% uh, a chance of it. I think she was at 2% in terms of, of the polling, who should you know be the Democrat candidate for president. And that, that hasn't changed. It's only gotten worse. Her approval ratings are lower than his. Democrats know that if she's in office, they have no shot at all of holding on to the White House. And if the country continues to decline, it's, it won't even be, it'll be a joke. It wouldn't even matter who ran, who ran against her. 
they know their only chance of retaining power is to keep Biden there as long as possible and to get him into uh, and see if they can, you know, manipulate another term. Um, and that, of course, you know, we have to start talking about election integrity and all of that. And people will often ask me, do I think the last election was stolen? And I'm not even going to get into it. What I'm going to, all I will say is that the importance of election integrity cannot be underestimated and should not be ignored. And right now, we have plenty of evidence uh, to believe that it's not 100% reliable, that there are issues that we must address before we hold another major election like that. Um it's just there's there's too much too many questions, uh, too much instability, too many of uh, these cases popping up around the country where uh, ballots are, are blurred or mismarked or lost or the machine didn't tabulate it correctly. There are too many of those. Now I'm not saying that it's so widespread that it uh, had a huge impact on the last election. I, I'm just I'm not going down that route. I don't want to even talk about it. What I want to talk about and what I want to drill in everybody's head is that if we don't have a system that's reliable, people will not use it. And that's the problem because they will go and say, well, it doesn't matter. It's, I've, I have people now, I know friends who will say, uh, what's the point of me voting? Uh, why? They're just going to steal it again for the Democrats. There's no point. That is extremely dangerous because that means that all of you won't vote and the only people who vote will be Democrats and they'll win again. We, we just can't go down that route. If you think that's the, the way of things, okay, we'll, we'll push to look into it. Push your, your, your state legislatures and your elected officials and, and try and fix this before it comes around again. But don't not vote. That's the worst thing you can do. Um, you know, make it so, yeah, okay, so you you voted and they, somehow they, the other side still won and you know everybody voted for the other guy, you might have more of a uh, leg to stand on, but we can't be saying that if none of us vote because we don't trust it. Um, you know, then it's just, well, we didn't vote, so of course we didn't win. We have to do it. We have to get out there just like before and do it. And at this point, given the polls look uh, and the way they look right now, um, they're in, Democrats are in a very, very bad position, and they, they freely admit it. There, there's almost no chance that they retain the House this fall. Um, Republicans only need a net gain of five seats. That it will almost invariably happen. Uh, Newt Gingrich has said in the past that not only will that happen, it could be a much bigger uh, landslide than that. They could take as many as 70 seats. Um, he's, I think he estimated between 20 and 20 and 25 or 25 and 30. Uh, but either way, there's, there's almost no chance. Uh, and it, the same with the Senate. It doesn't look good. Um, it's closer, but at this point, uh, the polling is so poor for the Democrat side right now, and the country is in such a mess uh, that it just doesn't seem likely, and then all you've got left is Biden. And if, if both the House and the Senate flip, uh, nothing that none of the insane crap that Biden and his cabal put, tries to push through will get through, which is a good thing, uh, and will basically render him completely anemic uh, for the last bit of his of his presidency. Which you know he, he's gonna they're gonna try and prop him up enough to get to. But this is how bad things are. This is how bad off we are in this country in terms of uh, a political um, framework. We, we don't trust anything. We know that their entire goal in life is to be woke and no one gives a crap about anything else. You know, look who they just put in the Supreme Court. Look who they just put in the secretary position. It just doesn't matter anymore. Black and gay, you win. It, who cares? We, we know how racist this is. We know how exclusionary this is.
And it's only going to get worse. You, you can't hide this. And in the meantime, the country is flailing so badly that people are in big trouble. And a lot of them are leaving. And I, again, after I've traveled a lot, I don't blame them. And I want to be one of them at some point if this doesn't change. But I don't believe it's a lost cause, as many people do. I believe you, you, because it is such a downward trajectory in both the terms of the country and people who are in charge, you know, it'd be one thing if we were on this downward trajectory and Trump was still in office, then we'd have a lot of questions. You know, what, 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 is, what is he doing wrong? What are we doing wrong? Uh, what's going on here? But the fact that we have a full-on Democrat government, uh, presidency, House, Senate, and this is the state of the country right now, and it's, there are no signs that it's getting better and only getting worse. That is all the evidence I think any voter should need right now. They've had their shot. They've gotten this wrong again. And they've gotten it wrong again and again and again and again. And they've had their shot. They've had their shot for 60 years. It's only gone downhill. Democrats have destroyed everything this country was founded on, and we have created now a country that is a laughingstock in the eyes of the entire world. The reason why we're only tracking the lowest of the low and the losers of the planet is because those are the only ones who want to come here. Unfortunately, that is the position we're in now. The people who are you know, flying high and, 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 and hugely productive and, and very ambitious and very smart, they're not coming here anymore because they don't want to. Where they are, they're probably much better off. They're in a much better position, they're in a much better environment, and they know it, and they're not coming here. And the people who are also on our side, who, the few that we have of those, they're out of here. They can't deal with this anymore. They cannot, uh, what I always say is, I'm sick of the sickness, and so are they. We're tired of the demented and the twisted and the dysfunctional and the amoral just taking hold and driving the country into the ground. We're tired of it. We're sick of these disgusting losers slouching and slumping all over the place and pretending that they're the kings of the world when they're just pathetic and useless. You see them in their jobs doing nothing, moving slowly, staring at you with glazed eyes, incapable, incompetent, hostile, and not caring about anything. We have way too many of those people. We cannot run a country this way. You can't have a country that at one time where everybody, men got up and all put on suits, really regardless of the job, might be a better quality suit if you were in a higher paying job, but they were more suits to be plumbers. And women got dressed up, they went out, and everyone had a sense of, of respect and a sense of patriotism because the country was thriving. And they all went out and they did their jobs and they were happy to do them because they were patriotic and they knew it was contributing to the, to the, to the country's rise they had some self-respect, they had some drive, and they had, and we had governments that were much more out of the lives of these people and allowed them to work and push this country forward and emphasize things and put their foot down when things got nuts. They weren't allowing people to walk naked, one leading the other by a collar down the street and pretending that this is okay, that there are, there are no laws left for any sort of common decency anywhere. There used to be. We have no civilization anymore. It's all regressed to the point of the frickin' jungle. And we cannot allow... There's, no, there's a reason why this is happening. Now, I'm not saying that a Republican government will fix all this. What I am saying is that we have a much better chance because they actually have some morals and drive and discipline and willpower and all of that. And those are things they might actually try and re-implement. But it's going to be tough because we've spent so many decades telling everybody that none of it matters. Just be as sick and twisted and dysfunctional as you want to be and it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Nothing else. 
besides you and your own selfish, little, twisted, dark, dysfunctional world, and that's it. This cannot happen any longer. It's, it's over. The country will die, and in, and in record time, if we don't turn it around and fix it right now. From top to bottom, everything needs to be fixed and or overhauled. Everything. We are not doing well on any sphere, facet, anything. No level of society are we doing well. Not one. Education, infrastructure, healthcare, uh, politics, nothing. Nothing. We're failing across the board. Health especially. So, this is why Biden and his ilk have got to go. We've got to vote them out and we have to do it sooner rather than later. He needs to be impeached, really, because we, we're running out of time. We can't allow this downward spiral to continue much more. So, I really would not want to wait, you know, until 2024. This, this needs to happen now. We got to get him out on a 25th Amendment, prove that he is incompetent, which I believe he is, and it's and it's becoming, you know, increasingly obvious every day. You know, he's getting worse. This doesn't get better. These kinds of diseases don't get better. He's not so far. He's not completely gone yet. He will be. It's just a matter of when. So, anyway, that's it for this week. Uh, I will be back again next week. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I don't. I, I'm sorry. I know I'm going to tick off all these yay rah rah America people, but. I, I've, I've done the compare and contrast. I, I've seen it. We've all seen it. I think we just get used to seeing uh, the crap everywhere. I think we're, we're, we now see it as normal because we're used to it. We're just used to it. And we don't realize just how bad it has gotten in comparison to our past and in comparison to other countries. We just don't get it until we really look. So I'm just saying. It's not that it's a lost cause. It's, it's just that we, we can't be calling ourselves the greatest and the best and all this, blah, 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 when we're not. There are no statistics left that say that we are. And you only have to use your eyes to take a look around. You can barely function. So that's where we're at. I want to fix it. I don't want the country. I'm trying to fix I I would say, look, we've got to work as hard as we can to pull herself out of the muck and the mire. I, I don't want to just talk, chuck it. You know, that's sort of an insult to everybody who built this country, the people I'm talking about, right? So let's focus on that. Let's focus on, on the ability of the few that could pull us out of this. And, and we'll go from there. And afterwards, maybe we can make something of this country again. But right now, we know there's one direction for it. And we have to acknowledge it. Can't just ignore it. So that's it for me. And uh, hopefully... Uh, like I said, we will start to pull out of this maybe this fall when things start to switch around. So that's it. And um, uh, hopefully, again, we'll be a little more optimistic next week, but we'll see. Uh, until then, uh, stay uh, as vigilant on all affairs as you can because we're going to need it. We're going to need your uh, capability, uh, everybody's capability. And with that, I'm out. I'll see you again next week. Thank you.